Hello to everybody who's playing Grand Theft Auto right now. It's beautiful anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one I think it'll be more fun And I'll get to know you And you'll get to know me Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous. Thanks to everybody who uh, came out to my shows in Denver and Omaha, live tapings and stand-up. Very cool to meet you all. Thanks for supporting chrisgeth.com for anybody who wants to know what other cities I got coming up. But there's nothing this weekend, so I won't belabor the point that hard. Something I've been meaning to announce on the show for a while. Very cool development. Um, I tell you what, it took a long time. Um, so I wasn't sure when to announce it. Not sure if everybody heard, like, the, the company that the podcast is at, it got bought out again, new corporate uh, own, ownership over here, and then there are a lot of shows leaving the network and whatnot, but very happy to tell you that Beautiful Anonymous, at the very least, we've signed a new contract, like I said, took a while because of all these different factors, but two more years, two more years. Actually, a little less than two more years because it took so many months to nail down the contract that that ate into the two years, but point being... Two more years worth of shows. Signed, sealed, delivered. The clock on that two years started a while back because of how long everything took. But so sincerely, thank you. I cannot believe that this is still going, that the show has become what it's become, that people get so much out of it. The fact that this show started as such a dumb, simple idea, now it's in the Library of Congress, performed it live all over the world. People come out. You guys send me messages being so kind. Man, it means everything. And it's changed my life in ways that I don't know how to really even describe. So I won't try. I'll just say thanks and I'll mean it. This week's episode recorded this call a couple months back and it has stuck with me. Our caller talks a lot about adopting, which is a process that, you know, I've seen people in my life, people in my family, friends adopt. It's a process that can be quite stressful. Caller's also a trans person, which adds another layer of things to think about and ways that um, these two life factors converge. We've talked with people in these situations on the show separately before, and I was really fascinated to hear about someone who was in both of these situations at once and how they deal with the complexities that come along with that. Um, we also hear a lot about what it was like being a shithead teenager, video games, and what it's like being married to a Wiccan, all sorts of good stuff in this one. Um, very, very fascinating call. Very real life stuff. Hope you get a lot out of it. I know I did. Thanks everybody for supporting the show and allowing this uh, new contract to even be a thing in my life. Thank you. On behalf of me and my family, uh, because this show pays our mortgage. Thank you. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Is this actually happening? It's all going down. All going down. I did not think that would happen. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. How are you doing? This is it. How am I doing? I'll be totally honest with you. 
I got a tummy ache. My stomach's a little jacked up. That's how oh, I'm doing. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. I think it's it's always been an issue with me, and the, and my 40s aren't aren't making things better. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling I'll be on on that track too. Judging how my how my father is. Yeah, know a little bit too much about his digestive system than mm-hmm. I ever cared to to know. <laughs> so I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. Um, not gonna lie, a little anxious, uh, but but good. Have the day off. So anxious in general, pretty, or anxious about cold, this? Cold. Oh, anxious about this oh, for noted. sure. But noted. I'll calm down. Give it like five minutes. Yeah, you're good. It'll be good. You're already yeah. crushing yeah. it. <laughs> um, Thanks, man. That's, that's a bummer. It's cold where you are. We got one of those in the Northeast. You get like maybe eleven really great autumn days, and we are in the midst of one of them right now. Where I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I am, it's it's. I don't know, fifty fifty. It could be really cold could be hot and humid <laughs> so but i'm i don't know I'm, I'm enjoying the nice days as they come this sunday is going to be nice so i'm gonna get outside and tear down my garden finally <laughs> terrible haven't done that yet but so i gotta do some you know lawn lawn cleanup that type of stuff i hear you the fall cleanup so look forward to that fall cleanup is upon us packer fan so packer Got it. <laughs> okay. So now we yeah. all know where you, well, at least what state you're in. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's cool. <laughs> Cold right. weather, but but it's good. It's beautiful state though. Beautiful state. Love it. Can't wait to go. It Wisconsin is oddly. I, I've I've been to every state except the ones that you expect. You know, Alaska, the Dakotas, Wyoming. And uh-huh. Montana, and strangely, Wisconsin. I haven't passed through Wisconsin yet in my travels. I know. Yeah, I've got I've, to make that happen. I've noticed that, and I remember you remember you saying that. Yeah, you, you should. You should. It's I it's a great fun things. fun state. A little crazy state sometimes, but <laughs> that's what I hear. It's fun. So. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. People like to go all out sometimes, but yeah. And that's why I probably, I mean, I, I work with uh, people in recovery, actually, uh, uh, recovery from mental mental health and or substance use. So it could be like a dual diagnosis mm-hmm. type thing. But, you know, it is it is a thing you see out, out in these areas. But I bet. Yeah. I bet. I mean, and you got the long winters, too. Yeah, the winters suck. The crazy thing is I moved more north <laughs> for <laughs> for school and it it you wouldn't think it would make that much of a difference, but it really does. I mean, it gets colder quicker here. Like there's probably a good I don't know, five to ten degree difference from back where I'm from to here, so it's it's cold. <laughs> yeah. But, so like I said, it's it's beautiful and you know, I I just try to have gratitude in it that I get to see the full seasons. You know, there's some people that never have seen snow and sure sometimes I'll bitch about it, but it sure looks beautiful when you're sitting on your couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. So 
And I always, I want to go through, because my wife always tells me that when she used to tour with her bands, that Wisconsin, she says like Milwaukee is one of the great music towns, one of the great punk rock towns. And then I know that there's Appleton, which is a town a lot of people haven't heard of, but is strangely like a punk rock hub. Mm-hmm. I want to go check out Appleton. Why is Appleton yeah. so cool? I don't know much about Appleton uh, other than, well, I have a friend that lives, or she was originally from that area, but it seems like a really cool, cool spot. I mean, a, a good group of community, it seems like. Yeah. And um, I don't, I, yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't know too, too much about I Appleton. Check it out. I got to get to the but, bottom of this Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a, a cool place. I've I've definitely driven through, you know, but just never have had, I don't know, a destination of wanting to go there, you know. But maybe me and my wife will do a Airbnb trip out that way sometime. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're married. That's cool. Yep. Yep. I've uh, been with my wife for 11 years. So... Well, we've only been married though, for not even a not even a year. Um, oh wow! Wedding got postponed with COVID, which really sucked. Yeah, <laughs> but I bet. I bet. Yeah, because you know we picked the day. Um, it, it was kind of symbolic. It was on a new moon, and um, ten years of being together. You know, it was like this milestone of us and. We had just bought our house, and <laughs> so we wanted to have the wedding in our backyard. And so it was a bummer, you know. But her and I are—I—I I mean, I wouldn't go through it with anyone else because she's my person. But I'm glad that I was able to go through all those emotions with her, you know. Yeah, you aim for the symbolism. Yeah. But then we we decided just to get married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you just said, let's do we it. We just decided, though. It was kind of a weird and difficult decision because uh, family, you know, family wedding stuff. It's just, it was kind of a mess in that sense. But really why we did it, um, we're a queer couple. So I'm a, I'm a trans man. And... When Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, <laughs> that was like a reality check of we don't really know what the Supreme Court is going to look like and grab it, you know, as we could. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So um, my stepdad, he he's ordained. So he actually came over and did it for us. It was real informal. We we actually did it on election night because we had a little uh, get together on election nights, and my mom made little donkey cookies. It's funny, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, That's and then bold. we got married. So I mean, did you wait to make yeah, sure? Uh, yeah, did you man. did you wait to make sure the results were in before you got married, or because that could have been a very stressful nope. night? <laughs> and actually, <laughs> the results weren't in. Now that I remember it, no. No, it was like a week later or something, but wow. But so yeah, we just we yeah, we just we just did it just in case. That's a 
hell of a turn. Obviously, nothing nothing bad happened with the Supreme Court or anything, but no. Um, but to go from like that. it's going to be ten years together, this symbolic date, we're going to pick it this way, and and yeah. it's going to be in our own backyard. To like Supreme Court's fallen. We don't know who the president is. This could be bad. <laughs> we got to lock this down right now, right now, tonight. That's a real. That's a yep. real change. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it was fun though. You know, I mean, we just—it was real small. It's just my parents and me and my wife and our dogs and cats, and it was just really nice. Like, had a nice little potluck dinner style, and it was cool. That so, is cool. Something Congrats. I'll never forget. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. But cool. yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, you you go, you go. Well, no, I was just going to check in because you just said to me, thanks, man. And I just, I feel like you're telling me, I, I'm assuming your, pro, your pronouns that I can say thanks, man, back to you. You're trans, trans man, you said. Yeah, 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 got you got it. Yeah, and, and hey, kudos to beautiful anonymous Nina right away asking pronouns. Um, that's that's pretty pretty amazing and it, it normalizes that conversation you know oh. so well uh, first of all kudos to anita for many things uh, involved in the producing the show and also i'll tell you i'll be honest like it's because we screwed it up before there's been a couple calls where during the call i feel myself cringing and we go okay how do we mm-hmm. improve how do we build how do we grow let's have yeah. the conversations and then Wanted to yeah, double check. Absolutely. Wanted to double check. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And you know, that's that's how we all learn and grow. I mean, even when I first came out as trans, like yikes, <laughs> I think back to some of the things I would say that like it's like, well, language evolves too, you know. But Yeah. 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 So so we learn and grow. And that's the, the beautiful thing about that. And that is one of those things that's easy to say. It's a harder ideal to live up to. We all got to try. I think all the listeners to this show try to abide by that. Let's learn. Let's grow. Let's be open. Let's be honest. Let's try to take care of each other. And let's get to some ads. Why not? Let's get them out of the way. We'll be right back. Thanks to all the advertisers who support our show. Now let's get back to the phone call. So we learn and grow, and that's the the beautiful thing about that. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so, and it's uh, it's. I feel like that's one of the frustrating things about life for me is how many like you get older, and how many people I encounter where they dig in their heels about the idea of learning. That's very frustrating and annoying to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in, yes. in, and yes. not even just in terms of what we're discussing now and your story and mm-hmm. who you are in all areas of life. You see people just go, I just don't want to, I just don't want to know anything new. I don't want to, I just don't yeah. want to. I yeah. just, and it's, it's sad. It's it sad, is. really. It is. Know? It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah. I want to keep yeah. learning about people. I want people to keep learning about me. It seems... Yeah, seems like how we keep uh, the wheels on of society. You meet people like I don't want to read about yeah police statistics. I just don't want to. 
It's like you don't want actual mm-hmm. real information. I don't want to read about science in terms of the vaccinations. It's like I know. It's just I know. it's just science. It's, it's just science. It's just facts. Yeah. It's just reports. It's just numbers. But hey, yep, yep. What can I do? I know, I, I know. My my motto is just I I try to be the kindest person I can be to anyone. Um, Kindness can really, can really bring um, connection, and at least from my experience. But I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. So married a year, own a home. Mm-hmm. Where else are we at? Yep. What else is going on? Uh, biggest thing is uh, adoption for us. We're Ooh. we're in the middle of that process, which is. It's it's fun and it's nerve wracking and it's also very tedious, you know. A lot of paperwork. But, yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. So you have to abide, you know, by state laws, and I think we're getting like five background checks done. We just got our fingerprints done last week, <laughs> so. My brother and I'm forever in the FBI database. Oh yeah, you're, you're oh, yeah, on all sorts right. of lists. Yeah. Well, my brother adopted. Man, it was yeah. like, you know, it's his story and his, his wife's story and his son's story. So I don't want to tell too much, but I can tell you, like watching it, it was like mm-hmm. so much work. Like you said, so much vetting, and then yeah, you get to the end of all the vetting, and then it's like, and now hurry up and wait, and we'll see when this happens, <laughs> yep. and. They had a baby shower because you, yeah, yeah, you need. There's so much stuff you need, and like your friends and yeah. family come together as a community and they get you the stuff, and they got a basement full of baby stuff, and they're just waiting and waiting. And it was like my heart was bleeding, and then it was just one day, boom! Can you get to a hospital in such and such a city right yeah. now? There's a there's a birth mom who is interested in in having you take over as parents. But you have to get there tonight, and then it was it was so yeah, wild. Yeah. It was three weeks after my son was born, Cal was born. All of a sudden, my parents were grandparents, and then three weeks later, it was Aww. like he he has a cousin. There's another grandkid. This is wild. Yeah, that's so beautiful, though. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And then my little nephew's yeah. the best. Yeah, I can't wait. I I can't wait. Once we get through, you know, all the heavy paperwork side of stuff, that's when like the fun is going to really start happening. You know, the agency yeah. that we're going through, they're having us make like almost like a scrapbook of me and my wife and, you know, who we are as people, uh, what we do. And if we have pets, like who are the pets? And and I'm a very uh, creative mind. So so that is going to be like super, super fun and can't wait to get through that. And then that'll get sent off to um, prospect birth parents, primarily birth mother, and they try to match you up. So, um, yeah, we'll and that go from is, there. Basically, I'm just taking it step by step because yeah. it's so overwhelming, you know. It's, it's, it's one of those. I remember my brother saying something to me. I, I remember it be, it was just like the reality of his life at the time, but I remember it seeming like so quietly profound to me where 
I remember asking him how he was holding up and they had been through so much, like you said, vetting, background checks. They had to make that book mm-hmm. that, you know, the book, here's who we are, here's the pictures. And like you said, you, you get creative. You're, it's like a very strange thing to have to almost try to sell yourself to someone who is yeah, theoretical, <laughs> real strange thing. And I said, like, how are you holding up? And he was like, well, I'm doing fine. And, uh, and you know, they had, like, I think a lot of people, and again, don't want to share all of his details, but I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. some, sometimes you get a call that's like, hey, so this might happen, and then it doesn't. And I think that that's a pretty standard thing in the adoption process, too, is that you get word, oh, you're being considered. Yep. And, uh, and they brace you for all this stuff. But I remember him saying to me, like, you know, I'm feeling really good and really positive and uh i have to because if i if i start stressing about it the stress is just going to overwhelm me immediately like there's so much to be stressed out about yeah. in adopting that if i let it in then that's all it is so i'm feeling good yeah i'm feeling positive yep. and that was uh yes that yeah. was my my brother who is is like He's like me. He's like, he's an odd guy like me and just delightful. But our relationship is not one where we're often like sharing wisdoms. And I think of that one sometimes. My brother's going, if I let, if I open the door to the stress, that's all I got. So I'm rather, I'm just going to choose to just be excited and hopeful and positive instead. It's like, that's cool. No, that is. I mean, that's, that's great word of advice, you know, to, to anyone really. I mean, the power of the mind, you know. Yeah. Staying positive. Having those gratitudes. I carry a gratitude deck with me in my car everywhere I go. A gratitude deck? Where, <laughs> um, do, I get, where, where do I get a gratitude deck? Yeah. What's a gratitude deck? I found it on, well, I went on Etsy because I wanted to support an artist. I should have guessed. Um, I would have guessed Etsy. The company, company, yeah. The company I work through, we often do spend downs at the end of the year and we kind of get like a little allowance almost. And so then we get, you know, certain things that we can do with the participants we work with, whether that's like a yoga mat or mindfulness uh, type things. But so I got a couple decks because I was like, Hey, pandemic was hard on, on artists. Let's, let's try to support yeah. as much as we can. So Love it. Love. Yeah, but it's it's super cool. I mean, even you know, it's something as simple as like I'm grateful for pavement. Like I'm grateful that I I have this that I can drive my car on, that I can walk on, that I don't have to worry about tripping over something. You know, and it just it gives your mind a chance to just kind of slow it down, take like a minute or two. You know. Mm-hmm. I thought you were initially. I thought you were talking about the indie rock band legendary indie rock band pavement oh i'm grateful for pavement that song cut your hair is a banger but all no i think even even more zen you're even more zen than that the actual asphalt concrete the infrastructure yeah like simple tangible tangible things that you know you can feel you can see um yeah so oftentimes like those decks will come in handy for uh folks i'm working with and you know, let's just, let's just take five minutes to breathe or something. So I, uh, I was just, I was just saying to somebody the other, just yesterday, actually, kind of akin to what you're saying of, um, like was, was talking with someone, someone's working on a creative project that deals with like mental illness and was, was asking me, um, some thoughts on it. And I was like, 
kind of got going on a tangent about about you know when you're in a place where that stuff has taken hold and you're really in the thick of it, dominates the worldview. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, ha- I actually have, I don't have so many regrets in life. I have a small handful. And and one of mm-hmm. them is that I look back, I go, oh, like when that stuff took over, I can look back now and see how much good stuff was happening and simple stuff. And man, can that stuff just like block out your ability to see simple pleasures, simple comforts. And uh, that I might, I might need yeah. a gratitude deck. I might need to hit up Etsy. Won't be the first time. Yeah. Won't be yeah. the first time I yeah, wind up should. on Etsy in you the middle should. of the night. <laughs> yeah. There's a variety of, of different kinds and, and stuff. Um, I don't know that you can probably even find them at some local store. I don't know. I feel like that'd be a common thing you'd see at like, I don't know, like maybe even like a wellness, like Wicca type store. I don't know. Well, yeah, I've been known to, I've been known to step into a Wiccan store, a storefront slash coven, a storefront slash coven in my day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have a pretty cool shop near us. So go there pretty often. My (laughs) wife is Wiccan, so. Now, okay, this ties in. Um, can I can I ask you an adoption related question? Although, because it's it's super stressful, and I yeah. want to stress you out more. But can I ask you a couple questions about it? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Well, there's a big one here that I'm sure you've had to think about, and it's a bummer that you've had mm-hmm. to think about. It. You mentioned these companies. Do you? You've mentioned like multiple background checks and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, all this vetting. Meanwhile, you live a life where traditionally many people have felt great necessity to hide the details of their life. And it's (laughs) screwed up and tragic and sad. I have to imagine yeah. that having like extensive background checks done, it's a two-part question, right? That's never going to feel comfortable mm-hmm. for anybody. I have to imagine coming from a group that has faced so much, it must feel, you must, there must be some unique takes on it that someone, you know, like in my position, I wouldn't have to think about. And then even sadder thought, coming from, being in a couple that um, that that there there are people in the world who in and I want to I want to be clear these are not words that I enjoy there are people who really tend mm-hmm. to get in a in a kerfuffle about things that are quote unquote traditional or quote unquote normal or mm-hmm. normal one of the most dangerous words in the English language if you ask me one of the most useless dangerous words um yeah you're be you're having background checks done how's that feel and then also this information is being provided to strangers who are then judging you based on it how's that feel <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it feels uncomfortable, like you said, for anyone to have to go through multiple, you know, background checks. 
but it's it, it is really really uncomfortable and um thankfully my my wife is fucking amazing and she makes all those really difficult phone calls for me and um because i mean obviously if i have to make a phone call i will make a phone call but i have a very hard time if i get anxious and dysphoria creeps in it's like the mind goes blank you know (laughs) and i can get really just frustrated with having to i don't know often as a trans person you're having to educate like these professionals of something when it's like you should just be hiring somebody on your team to you know have some sort of diversity <laughs> trainings and stuff but but honestly the agency that we picked is really incredible very incredible and so i have no um hesitations of saying that i'm trans to them i mean in any training or talk that we have done they always open up immediately with my pronouns are you know so it's it's pretty cool like they're they're very progressive in that sense but on the other hand like accessing documents that are over 15 years old where I've clearly gone through an entire <laughs> gender transition. Um, that's uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. and that's why my wife commonly makes those phone calls. Cause imagine being a dude calling, I don't know, a hospital or courthouse and asking for information of what they perceive as this young girl, you know, it just, it's just, it's uncomfortable and, um, yeah, I don't know. I go through motions with it, but I keep telling myself, like, I'm doing this because I want to be a father and I've, I've wanted to be a father for a really long time. And yeah, just, just focusing in on those positives through it and recognizing that once all of this is done, if we ever want to go through this again, it's going to be a lot easier because they already have everything, you know, they're going to have like a book of our life. I'm surprised they don't ask when I took a shit, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So it, <laughs> it's pretty invasive and it, it can feel uncomfortable for sure. Um, having to write, you know, my, my dead name on legal documents, even on the application, having to, you know, have you ever been known previously by something else and um you know so it's it's not something you can really hide because they know everything Mm -hmm. but i don't have too much fear with the agency itself though um maybe other things for sure right do you know is that information that the agency is providing to to you know prospective birth parents is that something that they share or have access to because that's strange too that's a good question i don't think so i mean the birth parents would have access to certain stuff but you know as far as like because then it's like you're thinking about hipaa related things um Mm -hmm. court records anyone can access them i've learned that you (laughs) so um 
as long as it's public, they can access it. I mean, none of my stuff is even on CCAP anymore, but... What's CCAP? Um, and that's the crappy part. I was a... Oh, it's the uh, clerk of court, so you can search up previous tickets and stuff. Oh, got it. Got it. Commonly used, you know, to check people's background and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a bit of a shithead teenager, <laughs> so I have a handful of tickets, and so does my wife. So it's and we don't live anywhere near where we're from, and so that's that's been hard to navigate. But I think she's going to make a trip home this weekend, though, so she probably is going to hopefully pick them up. I don't even remember some of the towns. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. like fifty, really, fifteen years ago, man. Like, I, like, you can't. I can't remember that. <laughs> Let's pause there. What was I doing fifteen years ago? Can I remember that? Can you remember fifteen years ago? Let's everybody try to remember fifteen years ago. Anyway. I have successfully destroyed the momentum. Now let's get to the ads. We'll be right back. Thank you to all of our advertisers. Now let's get back to the phone call. I mean, like 50, really 15 years ago, man. Like, like, you can't, I can't remember that. (laughs) But I mean, I guess my question is, are there any teens in Wisconsin that don't have a couple shithead teenager citations following (laughs) around? That seems, that's very on brand for the, for that area of the Midwest, right? Yes, it is. I'm like if you didn't get if you didn't get arrested driving with your lights off through the middle of some farmer's field, did you really grow up in Wisconsin? <laughs> right? Um, probably not. No, I didn't do that. Um, my brother ran his car into a cornfield once. See, I'm making a joke, and people are going to get there. <laughs> yeah. That's such a cliche, and then it turns out one of your siblings did the very same thing I just said. It, it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> I hit my first turkey the other day. That was a. Uh, that was an interesting What are you thing. talking about? My what? brand new car, too. <laughs> There's just that many wild turkeys? I was on these you? country roads. I, oh, right now, yeah. Because, you know, it's almost Thanksgiving. So judging by, I think, hunting, I'm not a hunter, but... Um, there's there's quite a few of them around, quite okay. a few birds. <laughs> that's a bummer. But hitting a turkey—that's that's yeah. I felt real real bad. I felt I felt bad. It's the first animal I've ever hit, which is surprising considering how much driving I do. But still felt bad. <laughs> Can I ask another question about your adoption situation? Yes. Yeah. You've mentioned. Your wife, who you've referred to as your wife, um, I don't know your wife's you know whole life story. I also know that mm-hmm. one thing that's come up a bunch in the course of a lot of the discourse um, that explains. Also, can I say this? I'm just going to say this as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, just so you know, and look, everybody's heard. Like I'm. My relationship with comedy, I'm, I've always been kind of on a fringe. I've always done my own thing. The idea that comedians keep dragging the trans community into a dialogue is just at this point weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I just also want to no, say I, that. I agree with that. The Chappelle special just came out. Um, uh, yeah. I watched it just to make sure I knew what I was talking about because mm-hmm. it's what Roy Wood Jr., who's one of my favorite comedians, he put up a thing that was like, well, 
God bless every comedian who tries to promote a project in the next month because we are now all only answering questions about this. Like nobody gets to talk about it. So <clears throat> it's just so weird. It's just so weird that there's all this online discourse about about a community. And I hate that comedians have have dragged uh, James Acaster, who who is a, an English comedian, who I, I, I like. I actually haven't seen a ton of James's stuff, but I know there's people who love James and I've been meaning to do a deep dive has a whole thing about why do comedians keep, like, why are we perpetuating, why are comedians perpetuating so much dialogue about the trans community and then saying like, he has this great line about like, oh, finally sticking it to that community that's earned this scrutiny. Finally, yeah, we're finally yeah. punching up at the trans community, like, like finally getting there. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, I thought that was a very yeah, astute man. take on it. Yeah. Just like, why this? Anyway, there is all this discourse. Yeah, and one yeah, of the, it's not. Well, one thing that comes up in the course of the discourse is that um, oftentimes, and I may be totally wrong about this, but my understanding is that at least sometimes trans men can still deliver pregnancies. Yes. Um, yep. And you mentioned you have a wife, so I'm not sure. I, I am wondering about the path to choosing adoption, I'm not sure if there were other options that you thought about, but that's another potentially interesting story Yeah, as well. yeah, no. Yeah, no, that, that's a really good question. Um, you know, ever, ever since I was really little, I always was like fascinated with adoption. Um, and so it, it's funny because I grew up queer then and, you know, and here we are. <laughs> But I always wanted to, I, I envisioned that as my family. Like, even as a kid, I was like, I, I don't want to have a baby. Um, and now, you know, as as a trans man today, that some, some trans men, absolutely, they will go that route. I know I have friends who have had and birthed their own child, and it's beautiful, but not for me, <laughs> you know. Um, and my... My wife, we, we toyed around with the idea uh, probably around like five years ago when we first were kind of just talking about it. And um, it, it really, it's, it's, I, I went into it as a mindset of that this is her body, her choice, just like it's my body, my choice, you know, because I could if I wanted to, but no, I'm not going to do that. That would be horrible for my mental health, but it would also be horrible for hers. Um, she's expressed time and time again that she has so much anxiety around it and she does, she doesn't feel the need and she gets really, really mad at people. Um, before we started adoption, uh, a lot of people would say like, Oh, well, but once you're pregnant, like you'll, you'll just fall in love with the process and all of this stuff. And she's like, they need to stop. Cause that's like just pushing me further away from even considering like anything. So, um, but adoption, I mean, that's, it's something we both have always wanted and that's just the route we wanted to take. And I don't know, there's so many kids out there, you know? So I think down the road, I would love to foster to uh, foster and queer youth. I think that would be really 
remarkable. So that sounds awesome. That sounds uh, necessary and kind. And I have to imagine also in some cases really hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I've worked with uh, kids in the foster system and it's, I mean, you hear these statistics, right? You know, that kids get kicked out of their homes and, um, but it's, it's unreal when you're witnessing that happen, you're witnessing it play out right in front of you, you know, and it's hard, it's hard. So, so fostering, fostering is just so important. So, so important. Give kids a stable home, give them a chance. Yeah. It's, uh, it's shocking. It's, it's shocking that that has ever happened. It's shocking that it still happens. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's devastating, but hopefully, you know, times are continuing to change. I really don't think we're ever going to go backwards, backwards. You know, we have too many good people out there that do not and will not go back so i hope so uh, hoping. I hold out hope yeah that yeah. being said i try to be optimistic <laughs> occasionally you do need to scramble and get married in light of uh the death of a supreme court justice occasionally you do yes. just need to hedge your bets yes. and make sure but ideally yep. we won't move backwards <laughs> yeah it's so funny that uh the call came out today because thursdays are my day off which is cool but i have been I really like video games, and so I was just taking some time playing a video game this morning, and I was actually I'm re-listening to Beautiful Anonymous, like from start to finish. <laughs> oh, nice. So it's just kind of funny. I was, yeah, it's like, hey, universe. You were cool. re-listening while playing video games. Yeah, I do all the time. What game? What games do you play while Beautiful Anonymous is is uh, running through your head? Easygoing games, so nothing with like shooter. I'm too anxious of a person, to be honest, for most shooter say, games. Are you, are you playing Grand, Grand Theft Auto while I'm sitting here, like? I mean, talking to talking to people. That around. has happened. Yeah. That that has happened. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, You're like, mostly mostly games like city builder games and uh, got it. stuff like, like more that. strategy and right. Yeah, yeah. I really like strategy games. Right. So. I was going to sit my like, brain. I feel like do you have a vision of you playing a game where you're like carjacking someone and your character is dragging them out into the street <laughs> and then you're jumping in the car and waving a gun around. And meanwhile, I'm in your head just like, so tell me what it was like when your house burned down. What's oh God. Like? What's oh, it like God. to pretend to be a pirate on the weekends? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, you know, it probably has happened. I'll, I'll stream things often. In the background, <laughs> as I'm playing, but I really got to be in the mood for a shooter game. I can't be anxious because else it just ruins the gaming experience. And I, I enjoy playing those types of games, but with people, you know, so because then it makes it less scary, even though, you know, you're not going to die in real life. But <laughs> uh -huh. that's just me. My wife, though, that woman, she, she can, uh, I mean, it's fun watching her game because she just. She goes full throttle to it. Oh, yeah, screaming and so, yelling and stuff? It's very rare. Uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes she'll, you know, shout out something like, I don't need no man in my life. 
<laughs> it's pretty great. I'm like, that's why I married you. <laughs> but it's very rare when she games. So we're talking like once every six months. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like that this yeah. call started with you talking like, I'll probably do some gardening later work on the yard, get the day off. And now we're like, well, and now we're like, you know, here's video games that I like. Here's the style I like. Here's how the kind of my wife, like just like, like the mundane details all of us might have in our lives. And then in between just a, a, a story of adopting mm-hmm. while, while being part of a, a group that, has you tell me the experience because it's not my it, it seems like there's been both the sense I get being being who I am being outside of it is seems like even within the past 10 years the trans community has both been more visible than ever and also m- more analyzed than ever and you're talking about navigating yeah. adoption while being trans and we're talking about that and then it's all but i also love that it's like yeah work on my garden play video games like it's like is there any (laughs) is there well is there any better evidence of like like can we stop can we stop obsessively making a huge deal out of labels and remember Mm -hmm. that you don't have to push past a label really at all to get to a human who you have more in common with than you do differences it's like yeah. actually very yeah. shocking to me right now how I'm feeling in the course of this call. Cause I'm like, <laughs> if you list the bullet points, people would go, Oh, it sounds like there's such a story there. And it's like, well, we also spend a significant period of time talking about video games. Cause that's how life works. People <laughs> work on their gardens and they play video right, games. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. It, it, it is weird. You know, um, I, I came out like, seven years ago and I remember when I first came that was right around when the all the bathroom stuff was mm. getting in the news and and it was just weird man it's weird like because it's like part of you you're, you're like excited that you've got to this space like this place in your life where it's like hell yeah I have the opportunity to to transition and to, to get like medication that's really going to help my emotional health, my, my mental health. And, and it really did. I mean, it's, I mean, sure I have days still, but mostly it's, it's been like this beautiful thing, you know, but it is unreal. (laughs) Um, when you just feel like this, this, just this everyday person. Right. And, then you see these really horrible things being said about trans people by clearly very, um, I'm just going to say ignorant people. <laughs> like they, they do not want to even take the time to, to learn and to grow. And, and that's unfortunate, you know? Um, and that's when I say like, it's, it's their loss, you know, but Yeah, it's weird though. It's weird, <laughs> but it, you know, similar with the adoption thing, trying to stay focused on those positives and having gratitude for what my transition has given me, 
and what friends I've made, you know, and friends that really are more like family to me. I mean, that's why when I graduated, we, we really didn't, the plan was to move closer uh, back home, but I was like, <laughs> you know, I think this is our home. And my wife said the same thing. And, and so we just chose to stay and grow our careers out here. Not all bad though. Yeah. There's good. It's always beauty and everything. You got to have darkness sure. in order to For have sure. lightness. I just, again, you know? it's just such a weird time because and I know it's it's one of these things where I'm, I feel like myself biting my tongue because it's like the last thing I want to do is sit here and talk about Dave Chappelle's special because all it does is fuel. All it does is fuel it. But <laughs> yeah, I I have not I, watched, I watched it watched yet because I'm like everyone's talking about it, and I'd better at least know. I I mm-hmm. I don't want to be asked to speak to something that I haven't actually seen. Um. But what I would say yeah, is like you just no, you same. just you just same. said a lot of beautiful stuff, and then you know you're talking about optimism and hope, and there's darkness, but you got to find the light. And similar to the adoption, you just have to find the ways to stay towards the positivity and a gratitude deck, and this and that. And the thing that I find breaking my heart is that it just seems objectively from the outside to me that a lot of your need to cling to positivity is necessitated by people churning up negativity where there doesn't have to be any. And that sucks. That's one thing that I walk away having watched that special thinking about. I was just like, this doesn't feel, this is now the, what, the third, the third hour long comedy special that arguably the greatest comedian of all time has done largely focusing on a, a, another marginalized group, I go, outside of outside of any opinions regarding the comedy of it, the artistry of it, the necessity of it is my big question. It's going, how many, hour, how many hours are we going mm-hmm. to dedicate of you talking about trans people? Dude, it's just... It's getting weird. Right. It's just feeling weird. Yeah, it is weird. It, it's it's totally weird. It's and it's it's really unfortunate because it just places this stigma on it. And that's the thing. Like he's got this platform and um you have a lot of power in your voice when people are watching you, you know? And that's that's the kind of scary thing that can unfold with things like that it normalizes um things that shouldn't shouldn't be normalized <laughs> i mean we have a trans day of remembrance for a reason every yeah year. i'd be fascinated to hear your opinion if you ever do watch it not that you are bound to in any way i can imagine there's a big party that's going why i would rather mm-hmm. play video games or work on my garden if i have a spare hour um <laughs> so much of it was just like why some of it obvious. I mean, this is clearly a this is clearly a brilliant person intellectually. This is clearly a brilliant person comedically, and then some stretches where I'm just going, and why this part? Why, why this part exactly? What the fuck was that part for? Over yeah. and over again. Anyway, I I will watch it someday because because like you said, I want to be informed on you know what I'm actually 
talking about and um but yeah, it's definitely something where I have to brace myself for it and just kind of, you right, know, be in a big rush. That, that sucks too. <laughs> Prepare. I gotta go. Yeah, that's a, it, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Thing and I'm I've not so annoying about it. <laughs> so. And I'm annoyed by it. I can't even imagine how you feel like. So now you got to go do homework that might hurt your feelings because everyone's gonna bring this shit up for months now. So now you got to go and sit and watch a thing that you might <laughs> yeah. feel bad watching because it's a person with a platform anyway yeah anyway yeah it's a bummer but hey that's that's the world and i don't know there's more important things that i'm focusing on (laughs) when you think about this adoption right now you're in the thick of it paperwork background checks all the homework all the logistics the phone calls but when you think about Mm -hmm. the idea of this someday happening are there things where you're going oh when I have a kid, I can't wait to do X, Y, and Z with the kid. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely everything. Um, I, yeah, I can just envision it as as child because we were going for infants. Um, can't guarantee, you know, exactly what month or day, but um, we have this beautiful backyard, you know, and. I can't wait to just see kids playing out there. We live in a really small neighborhood, but it's very kid friendly too. Her neighbor has four kids and two of them are actually adopted. So, so that's pretty cool being able to connect with them, you know, and their experiences with it. So uh, the little things, little things like that, you know, we have the nursery started to get all set up and sometimes I just walk in there and look at the crib and just smile, you know, but often my cat is in the crib though. <laughs> so that's got to change when the baby comes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she's claimed it as her bed for the time being though. So she's a queen. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Little things though. The little things like that, getting to watch them grow um, see their personality eventually. And it's this really abstract idea in my mind, you know, cause we're not placed or matched with someone yet. So it's like, you know, sometimes I'll have dreams about it, but it's like this really ambiguous thing. So I don't know, man, the little things, little things of fatherhood is what I'm looking forward to. And now your wife's Wiccan. Now you you didn't say we are, so this tells me yeah. that you are not Wiccan. No, um, I grew up uh, very Christian. Uh, I mean, I went to church like three times a week. <laughs> um, but now I'm I'm I don't partake in any organized religion, mm-hmm. but I'm absolutely spiritual. Um, I meditate, and I. Often when I meditate, I'll I'll read oracle cards or tarot cards. Um, okay, you know, so getting in touch in in that sense, like I feel like there's something greater out there, um, and I don't know. Just yeah, that's been a weird journey, you know, um, going from very very Christian <laughs> to like that was my life to um, nope. Yeah. <laughs> 
not having that and then to to come to terms with spirituality and how spirituality is not religion and um it's okay to actively pray you know in whatever way it looks right for you so um that's been an area of growth over like the 10 years i'd say <laughs> and look let's just bro out a little bit on this when you're married to a Wiccan, does this time of year get, is it just kind of, is it just like, oh God, with the solstice and the harvest and the set, is this time of year just real busy when you're married to a Wiccan? Uh, yeah. I mean, she she gets excited about it all. Even we carved pumpkins this past weekend and she did a, two Wicca-themed pumpkins and um, I did uh-huh. Batman because uh-huh. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes yeah, me laugh. Child at heart, that, right? <laughs> the all the old like '60s cliche sitcom tropes of like, "Oh, my wife," and then in your case, it's like, "Oh, my wicked." That's like right. That's a modern sitcom. <laughs> my wicked wife with the pumpkins. <laughs> It's the pumpkins. No, man, I look forward. Halloween is more like our Christmas, you know? Oh, it's the it's, best. It's my it's favorite. It's fun. Like, even in my living room I and my fireplace mantle, I, you know, got our little decorations up. I got these fun lights out. And so it's like a little bit of something in our living room, but certainly don't go all out. I mean, my wife, she will practice um, every morning. When she wakes up, she gets up really early and has quiet time to herself and will do whatever she does. I mean, looking at all of her. Better get it in stuff. now. She's, she's, get it she's in got now a lot of stuff. stuff so. I'm going to yeah. warn your wife, I haven't, I haven't had quiet time in three years. So ah, yeah. Before this adoption goes through, you better want to soak up all the quiet, bank the quiet time. And uh, I feel like we should make a, a one last... Uh, trip somewhere because we usually go once a year somewhere um and just i don't know stay at a cabin or i don't know go to the dells but we haven't because of covid the past couple of years but Mm -hmm. i feel like we should do something maybe maybe go to the up or something i don't know the upper peninsula get a pasty Aren't the pasties big up there? Yeah, I've never had a pasty. I've always wanted to try. A I don't. Pasty. I've never. I've never. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never been uh, to the UP. My brother's gone a lot because he's a snowboarder. But I've never been either. Yeah, I've been myself. You were talking about Halloween decorations. When we moved into our new house, all our neighbors were like, "This is a huge Halloween neighborhood. Everybody goes big with the decorations." I was like, "This is my dream. I love Halloween," and I went out and bought. <laughs> A whole, I spent a few hundred bucks that I probably shouldn't have on legitimately creepy stuff. Like neighborhood children would walk by and I'd see them like stopping and whispering to each other. And then everybody else in the neighborhood's putting up like a big inflatable ghost with like a smiley cartoon face or like a big grinning Frankenstein <laughs> light up head. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm coming off like a maniac. Like I have half buried zombie baby bodies emerging from my lawn. I have actual decorations that look like zombie babies crawling out of the dirt. Other people here have like a, a big Casper. Oh, S- Snoopy dressed yep. as a scarecrow. I'm like, oh, I, I'm coming off like a psycho. <laughs> coming off like a psycho. But I doubled down. I went and bought some more hey, stuff I, this year. 
Yeah, I feel like it's it's always fun though in a neighborhood to have that one house, you know. At least my memories of no, not even. I mean, hey, my babysitter was was that person as a child. I mean, she had uh, like fake limbs like in her yard, and she Mm -hmm. blocked it off so you had to go through like this spooky walkway and um and she's yes. She's like very creative, so she always did like really insane makeup and so but it was always fun though, you know. It was the house all the kids kind of looked forward yeah. to going to. <laughs> people seem like vaguely disturbed slash somewhat fascinated by. It. And a lot of my neighbors listen to this podcast now, so they're probably all laughing at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Hey, if they had a problem, they'd probably let you know. You know. I think so. I think so. Um, our time is up. We hit the hour. All I right. Thank you. All I right. Thank you for calling and sharing. I hope that anxiety from the beginning went away. Yeah, and it did. Congrats on the marriage. I wish you luck on the adoption. Thanks so much. I hope that people stop making you do homework so you can do these. I hope comedians <laughs> stop putting out specials that force you to do homework so you can defend yourself from comedy. That's yeah. what a weird thing. And uh, yeah, it is. And en- enjoy your garden. Enjoy your video games. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. And thanks for taking some time today. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. So thank you. Good. All right. Thank you. Caller, sincerely, thank you for the call. That was, I felt like we were just walking around the block catching up. That's what that call felt like. Me and you. And and I mean that in the most pleasant, positive, beautiful way. And I wish you and your wife nothing but love. Thank you for calling. Thank you to Anita Flores for producing the show. Thank you to Marcus Hom and Jared O'Connell for engineering it. The theme song is by Shell Shag. Please support Shell Shag in all ways possible. Go to chrisgeth.com. Want to know more about me, including my tour dates, wherever you're listening. There's a button that says subscribe or favorite or follow. You know that button. Hit that button. It really helps us if you hit that button. You can find our latest merch at podswag.com. We've got mugs, shirts, posters, and more find ad-free episodes of Beautiful Anonymous as well as tons of your other favorite shows over at Stitcher Premium. Use the promo code STORIES for one month free. You can find that at stitcher.com slash premium. 